0: you're listening to guts and grind with Siju and Sajin making the real estate journey accessible to anyone all right here we are episode four of the real estate podcast with Siju and Sajin uh, today's discussion what we're what we're basically discussing all about is is how to get that first property uh, especially for beginners um, as we're not total experts, but you know we've we've been through this a few times. Just buy, buying a primary home can be very intimidating. So, a, an investment home is even probably even more intimidating, right? Putting that extra cash out there. So, this episode's all about how to get that first property and get your feet wet on that. And so here we are, Saj. How you doing today,
1: bud? Doing good, man. Doing good. Just uh, got the the quarantine beard. Got the no no haircut. Just kind of oh whoa oh lord
0: you want to see no haircut
1: <laughs> you look great man you look great yeah yeah no but it's are good dude can't complain man I, like I, I think i said it last time uh other than the whole fear of covid like catching covid like it's a great lifestyle to be able to be home with the family and you know like work on side projects like this and stuff like it's awesome like i, I mean it, it's working out pretty well so i really can't complain
0: good good man it's always good uh catching up again i know we're we're, yeah. we're kind of in the uh holiday holiday throws right now so uh but I mean, just to get get it started, you know, you and I, you know, we've been in this in this game for a few years. I mean, not on a on a large scale, but um, you know, what are some of the things that you would say are are pre steps that that need to happen before buying a rental, or you know, what what are things that 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 you actually had to go through to get that first like rental?
1: Right, right. Okay. So I think so when we're talking about properties. I guess the first thing, everything revolves around the actual house itself, right? So I think initially the first thing would be, uh, we need a realtor, right? And so and to me, the realtor is a huge part of, uh, of this whole game. Before the realtor, you have to know what you could afford, right? So then it might be the lender. So the lender would be a huge, and I, I also believe that too, like you should have a build relationships with lenders and know how much you could afford and like how that game is gonna work. Because like, what's the point of looking at a house when you don't know if you could afford it or not, right? So realtor is important, but then lenders may be more important because you need to know. But to me personally, before all of that, the biggest thing is being comfortable, knowing that you know what you're doing and stepping into the right thing. So with that, I think research is like the, the foundation. Like you need to be solid in your research and know what you're getting into. So personally, I focus on like a very specific market. And uh, maybe I'm shooting myself in the foot, but just for my own comfortable, I want to be comfortable knowing what I'm getting into. Just so you know, like every day I wake up and I get online and I search a specific area because I I just want to know. And and like a lot of times, a lot of days, and I'm talking every day, like every day I do it because I want to know what's up, what's selling, what's not selling, uh, what just came up on the market and things like that. And so if you have like this huge area that you're searching for and you're just being very general and generic, it's going to be very hard to know what you want, know what you like and know what's a deal and know what's not a deal. And so in the years that I've been doing this, I, st- I kind of honed in on this little thing where I'm looking for a very specific house in a very specific area, you know, sort of specific area um, at a very specific price point. And so every day I'm going online and I'm searching just so I, I know that I did my best to, to research the market. You're obsessed. So say again. So you're obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I think success, you have to be a little bit obsessive about things to be successful, right? Like, it's no, no, kind
0: I, of- I agree with you on that. The research is the biggest part, right? Like, I mean, having, you know, making sure you know what you want and expect and, and, and it's going to take a little bit of learning too. Once you get in that first house and learn what, what the expectation is, I think that's going to, you, you won't learn without getting it done. So, and, and I think, you know, you understand that and then, the research behind it, you have to, you have to run the numbers for it to make sure it works. Right. In, in and your- as, a,
1: as a caveat, I'm sorry to interrupt, as a caveat to that, um, I can't say that I did this on the first property. Like that was kind of like, I don't want to say we stumbled upon it because we knew we were going to make it a rental property, but it was a house that we moved into to live in, right? And so did I do the research that I, that I do now? No, not really. It was more so about like, Oh, I want to live here, and I think this could be a rental later on. But who knows? I don't know. I progressed. I learned. Hey, man, like honing it in is really a good thing. You know, to be able to like uh, know exactly what you're looking for because it just makes things easier. So I, I guess to keep going on that, I, I research every day, and then I, I, on top of that, I um, I built a little calculator on Excel to be able to run my numbers because I think that's another. Thing That could be a hiccup, right? Because you could look at a house and you're like, is that a good deal? Or I mean, like, I know exactly what I'm looking for, but is it a good deal or not? And should I move on it? And so I created this little spreadsheet where I could plug in a few numbers and then know, generally speaking, if it's a good deal or not, like, should I move on it Or, or what offer should I put into it? to make it a good deal because like you know not always they're not, they're not always going to be a good deal right off the bat but you know there's negotiations involved in all of this so you kind of want to know what your parameters are I just like making things dummy proof I want it I, I want to build a system around things to where it's very easy and you know clear cut on should I move forward or should I just keep going on you know yep. um, so that's kind of you know my thing I think research is is key like and I think all of that to say, it's really more so about just trying to be comfortable in what you're doing. Because if you're uncomfortable, if, if there's like uncertainty in anything in life, you are probably you probably won't move forward. Yeah. And the whole goal of this is moving forward. Like just get a deal under your belt. And yeah. so if whatever it takes for you to be comfortable to get a deal, you should do it.
0: Yeah. And I think you mentioned it, right? So like, once you go through a few cycles of this, you'll understand the process. It's, it's the same thing over and over again, right? Running the same numbers. And we'll do, I think we'll do another episode just on running numbers. Uh, sure. I think it's key, but um, yeah, that, you know, once you get into a cycle of that, that's going to be easy, right? That's, you're going to know what's profitable, what's not, because just because there's a house on sale doesn't mean that it's a good deal, right? I mean, yeah. if the rent doesn't, if the rent's not commanded for what the mortgage is going to be, I mean, if right. you're underwater on that, then it's not worth it. So um, right. that oh, research is definitely important.
1: That's right. Yeah. And that's the whole point of having these these systems set up in place to where you could plug and play and just say, oh, th- this is my parameter. I'm not looking at like a 10 bedroom house. I want like a three bedroom, two bath. And mm-hmm. so that limits my scope, Right. right? I want it under the certain price range. That limits my scope some more. I want it in this certain area. That limits my scope even more. So I know that feels like limiting and you're, you're, you're losing uh, the ability to get more properties quickly. But again, it's just a comfort level of knowing what you're doing. And so, yeah, like, and, and running analysis on a bunch of properties is not a bad thing. Like I have multiple sheets in a spreadsheet where I, I keep track of all these houses that I've run numbers on. And every one that I do gets me that much more comfortable moving forward. Um, just knowing that, all right, this is a good deal, or that wasn't a good deal, or the house had a price drop, and I could see on my chart, oh wow, it used to be this price, and now it's here, and it wasn't a good deal before, but now it is a good deal. So, like, having um, that those data points is to me, it's huge, and it all roots back down to research, you know, like it, it comes back down to, you know, what do you really want, and how do you want to get it, you know? And so, for me, the things that I do is like, I'm in our area, we have HAR, com, yep. and so huge tool for me because I, I, I figure out what's for sale. And then once I find a property for sale, I also look, all right, in that general area, how much your houses renting for? What's the price per square foot on rental? What's the price per square foot on selling? And it just gives you all these data points where you could like crunch numbers and, and really know if it's a good deal or not. So I do that literally every day. I, every day I'm on and literally I'm seeing the same houses all the time. So when a new house does come on, I know it. And I'm the first one there to know it because I'm checking every day. And if it's a really good deal, I know it because, again, I'm, I'm on it every day. I'm looking. So it, it's, it's a lot of – and it might sound, like, not fun, but for some reason I, I just like it. I like knowing – I like keeping my finger on the pulse, you know, yeah. And just kind of what's
0: going on. So it's, I, I do the same thing as well. I don't, I, you know, I'll, I frequently every day or every other day, I'll, I'll look at the markets too, just to see where the prices are, see just where the market in general are, but HR, HAR's is, is definitely focused for Houston. And yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you have to do that research and constantly be on these because, because there's property right. flying on and off. Like it's, yeah. just, you know, it's, 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 something part of the research.
1: For sure. For sure. I guess, I mean, with like that said, I, there's a lot more aspects to, this whole game, like getting into a property and stuff like that. So, and you know, we've been through a few of them. So I guess, do you have any thoughts or opinions on, on how to acquire your first property? Yeah.
0: Yeah uh acquiring the first property again it's, it looks intimidating but there's there's different ways you can appro- uh, approach it uh, obviously you can buy it as your first primary uh home like you kind of did and, and we actually i did that myself as well so i actually bought buying it as your primary home forces the lender to put down as least as possible i mean you don't have to put the 20 percent down right you can put down just five percent versus the 20 percent down payment so if you're living in the home it's considered your primary home for at least one year uh buy it that way and then just if you move if you're if you're flexible enough to move out of there and then rent it out that's probably the best way right yeah you're buying property slowly there and you don't have to put too much down and then another on top of that uh, now,
1: another way of doing it that way is you get a lower interest rate too when it's your primary residence there's a lot of right. there's fha loans there's even if it's your primary residence you get a better interest rate than you would if it was an investment property so that i mean like we did that actually twice we, we bought a house, we moved, made that a rental, moved again, made, made that a rental. So so like, I highly recommend that if you have the flexibility of doing it, like it's the cheapest way of buying a rental property.
0: Great, great point. And, and that's, and the reason behind that is lenders think it's more risky when it's not your primary home, right? So if you t- right. consider it your primary home, they think you're going to take care of it better uh, versus an investment home. So you're actually going to get a, a a little bit of an uptick on the interest rate, um, as you mentioned. And, and the second point of that is, you know, when, when when you have your primary home, you know, do your little upgrades, right? They say upgrade the, the the master bedrooms, the bathrooms, the kitchens, the things that actually add value to it. Because at the end of the day, you can always, you know, uh, command more for rent, right? Or if you ever wanted to refi and, and get money out of there, those things add value to the home. So it's a great right. way to get more rent uh, out of that house, uh, if it's your primary. And then the second option, um, I'll, I'll give you three options. The second option actually is a uh, is put the actual 20% down. That may be right. a little bit more intimidating, right? So you have a $100,000 house you're looking at, you want to put 20% down, that's $20,000, right? Plus closing costs. So it's, it's, it's a large chunk of money to put down. But um, again, if you if you're following the savings plans and, and stacking money the way we sh- you know we should be doing, um, that yeah. also should be an option for you. The other uh, benefit of putting twenty percent down is you don't have to pay PMI, which is a a, right. a mortgage insurance that lenders ask if you don't if you're not twenty percent invested into a house. Last but not least, um, you know I see a lot of people teaming up with you know other investors, right? If you know you have a a friend that's willing to cough up you know five thousand. Uh, you have five people that do that you have a down payment for a house right so there's there's ways to kind of do that that may be a little bit more riskier there's nothing um, you have to make sure you have you know legal paperwork that you know kind of puts all of you guys in a binding good agreement things like that but um that's that's actually a great way to do it as well so i mean it's not a, it's not a bad way to do it. a lot of people do it that way larger commercial properties are all invested with with obviously multiple people
1: right um, for sure like so like, personally, for me, like, the first two that you described, I've done personally, and I'm comfortable with that. And I, it's one of those things where it's, like, I know teaming up, partnering up to do these things is what, like, launches you to do bigger and bigger, better things because you have access to more money and more people and all that kind of stuff. It's just something that I need to get over that hurdle to do it myself because yeah. it's a, it's out there. I, I mean, and people do it all the time. Like, people partner up to do even smaller projects, but you know, like people sometimes think like, oh, when you're partnering up, you want a big lump sum of money to be able to get like an apartment complex or something like that. Right. Yeah. But you can do it on a smaller scale and like really kind of watch it grow and get comfortable with it before you grow bigger. Right. So. Most you
0: know, definitely. I mean, and, and again, these options are just, um, I, I, I would more lean to the person too, if you're just trying to get into it, right. These are just the easiest ways to get into the real estate market and be, and, 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 and get into it without, You know, having too much uh, invested or too much risk, right? It's all about mitigating the risk, right? And and just to summarize it all, I think the biggest thing, you know, um, is is having a team. I think you kind of touched on it a little bit. What What do you think about, you know, like, you know, you kind of mentioned having a lender, a realtor, right? right? And and those kind of things play into this uh, big because
1: they're they're huge. So so I I feel that no one does it alone. Like no one could do all this by yourself, right? And when i first started doing this stuff like i felt like i was on an island by myself but even then i had like my realtor with me i had my lender with me and over time progressed like you build relationships with these people and they bring you deals or they say hey this might be a good time to refi like like being connected to your lender is uh is huge and being connected to your realtor like i feel like i talk to him every day yeah. like say, hey is this a good deal because I, I, like i said before like i run analysis every day if i find a property and if I think it's a good one, I still send a snapshot of that to my realtor to yep. say, hey, are my numbers right? Like, does, yeah. does this right? Do you think you could uh, uh, get a tenant for this and like all that kind of stuff? And again, it goes back to that whole comfort level because there's a pro that's in that game that's, that lives in that world. And they can look at it and say, oh, yeah, that's a good deal. Or many times my realtor said, don't buy that house. Like, that's a bad yeah. area. You're on the wrong side of the tracks and you won't get the rent that you think you're going to get. So it's huge. I mean, you need to build a a team. I mean, like just, you can't do it on your own. Like you definitely need.
0: Yeah. And, and, and those are big, those are important. I I think we kind of touched on it, but you know, having your financing lined up and your realtor, I'm, I'm, I'm a real estate person myself. So I actually run a lot of my numbers on my own, but I still lean on, on my realtors, uh, you know, that is actually their career. That is their day job. Right. I mean, you know, every there, there's a ton of realtors out there, but you know, it's it's yeah. like you said, you have to have the guys that are in the in the weeds and know the areas, right. uh, and make sure they can give you the proper feedback. But yeah, running up finance, making sure li- your lenders are 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 lined up to pull the trigger on deals is is just yeah. as important, right? I mean, those that process can take up to thirty to forty days, right? Right. So making sure you have pre-qualified, you're ready, so you can pull these triggers, that's actually just as important as well.
1: For sure. I mean, like, especially in a market like this where things don't stay on the market, if it's a good deal, it does not stay on the market. So yeah. if you have something that's going to stop you from closing a deal, you'll lose a deal. You don't want to lose your reputation um, okay. out there because, like, you know, when you start putting more offers out there and if you're not able to close, people remember that. Realtors remember yeah, yeah. that don't even entertain his offer because he doesn't close, you know, so you don't want to have that reputation. Yep. And so whatever it takes for you to be that person, to have a good reputation to say, I-, I offer this price. And if everything works out, I will 100% close people take note to that. And so it's important oh, yeah. to be a part of that. Yeah.
0: And on the flip side of that, you know, reputation-wise, you know, the more you close, right? And, and the more you feel comfortable, um, those are contacts they'll 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 know and they'll may bring it to you proactively. Like you said, they'll say, hey, look, there's a deal here if you're interested, blah, right. blah, blah. Or, you know, like you said, the lenders may call you back and say, hey, this is a great time to refinance. So the right. more you get comfortable in this in this arena, I think the more easier your team will make it make it for you as well. So right. yeah. So with that said, I mean, it's 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 uh it's Part coordination, part research, right? Making sure your teams coordinated with each other when you're acquiring these things, and you definitely have to run the numbers and research when you're uh, doing this. But I think above all, um, just to sum it up, you know, you, you got to just jump in with two feet. I think if you yeah, don't do right. it, you know, you're you're never gonna you're never gonna see the just like anything else, right? You're never gonna see the the hurdles you got to jump through to get to it, um, you know, and, and complete a, a, an actual investment. So I think just getting it done. What is you know just trying it is, is- no for
1: sure for sure and, and it might feel like you're driving through fog but but even just like literally driving through fog if you drive you can see 10 feet in front of you, you drive 10 feet you can see the next 10 feet so you just got to keep moving forward so it's it it's just uh be brave and dive in you know like do the research like we talked about like do the research and build your team but you know just dive in you got to just do it
0: nice good good all good info i think um you know i think we can uh we can wrap this session up but i i, I believe you know it's, that's 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 a cornerstone of, of getting this thing this ball rolling you know, if there's any questions uh anything additional feel free to comment as always you know we, we we're we're looking for p- questions topics anything that that that's confusing that we may have you know misstated right. or uh you know uh, said on the show as well
1: yeah even if you have something to add to like what we talked about like please share because like like we say all the time, like we're still learning as well. So, hearing from you guys is uh, is huge for us. So, please be a part of this community and please talk to us about things and and let us know if if uh, if we hit the mark or if we missed it. You know, let us know. We 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 truly want to know.
0: Agreed, agreed. Thanks again, Saj. Always a pleasure.
1: Always fun, man. Take care. All right, Peace. bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Guts and Grind with Siju and Sajin. Be sure to tune in next time.